He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> Only we could use filters on Zoom. You know what the best thing to do is? So I'm just having a minor like grown ass woman fit over here. Uh, we call it a Mariah Carey level yes. diva fit. Anyways, because I'm just, and I think women can relate, and it always happens to me at certain times of the month. But I oh. get, you get really frustrated with yourself the way you look. Oh. But it's I, it's not like that. It's not like oh I'm so ugly. It's just like oh I'm having a bad look day, and you know, and like you like I feel like I'm aging today. It's kind of like that thing when you have a great hair day and you're not seeing anybody, like in lockdown. I guess. You know, it's like frustrating. I don't know. There's just something is not vibing with me well today, and oh, so please. if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, you're gonna notice I'm fidgeting way more <laughs> than I usually do. <laughs> And it's not because of the cocaine we just did. Um, <laughs> just joking. But you know, you bring up an interesting point that not everybody watches themselves age. And we like sit here and talk to a camera multiple times a week. Right. And we've been doing it for many years. Yeah. So we're like literally watching ourselves deteriorate. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe this was spurred by the fact that I did a, a way back look at my Instagram. Oh, that's always dangerous. And I was like, oh, you were so skinny. I was just going to say. So young. It's good if you've lost weight, but if you've gained weight and go back, it's painful. Oh, it's Exactly. Painful. It almost as painful as that wine you had. <laughs> oh, I haven't drank this shit for a long time. Oh, Jesse, hey, we need to work on that. It's full lockdown. I can only go out for essentials. I'm I, into my supply at home. <laughs> we need to work on that. that. Yeah. All right. Any more complaints, Mariah? Yeah, really, sorry. <laughs> By the second glass, she's like, you know, this is actually good wine. <laughs> I mean, I should, yeah, right? It'll take, especially these size glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, I am being mean. It's like I should put you on a leash and walk you like a dog. Yeah, well, we get arrested. <laughs> we, we cannot continue this podcast without addressing it. So for those that are listening, maybe from other countries, because we do have people listening from other countries, um, Quebec, the province next to us, is on lockdown, yeah. and they have an 8 p.m. curfew. Yeah. The only way that you can kind of get away from that is if you have a dog and you're allowed to walk them within one kilometer radius after 8 p.m. and before, I think, 5 a.m. or whatever. So this one woman leashed her husband yeah. and went and took him walking around, yeah. and the cops pulled her over and gave them both $1,500 tickets. Oh, yeah. Damn. Now, here's the thing is in my head, so if anyone's familiar with Montreal, they have a very kinky night scene. Mm -hmm. They have very sexually adventurous population, I guess we could say. And so in my head immediately, I think this guy was like in head to toe latex with like a gag ball and a leash. And if he was doing it right, maybe they would have got away with it. Yeah, no, he was standing. He was oh. even on his all fours from the video I saw, the footage I saw from the news. Yeah, walk your dog, not yeah. your boyfriend. And he was dressed in like snow, like proper attire for the cold weather so funny because when that guideline came out all these gays were posting memes like okay i'll walk my dog and it was gays like pop rookie right in their fetish gear yeah. and i was like genius yeah. so it maybe if he was wearing one of those masks they would have let them go if you don't know who pop rookie is uh go check out our interview with him that was yeah. quite a it was about a year now that was about a yeah. year ago yep right um, before lockdown just to learn a bit more about because it's not what you think yeah the puppy the puppy world the pup world it's not what you think at all. No, I mean, well, 
just go listen to the episode. Yeah. I love that we have a catalog big enough now. We keep throwing back to our old. Remember that one a year ago? Right, exactly. Yeah. You can find it. Just Google it. But um, no, we should have done that. Well, not after $1,500 fine. I was like, that would have been a good publicity stunt for us. <laughs> we're so. not on curfew. Thank, thank God. No, we're just on round the clock. Don't leave your house or else Doug Ford's going to get you. Which you know what is going to send a lot of people into mild depressions yeah. and anxieties and stuff, which is why our episode this week, our other episode, we are going to be talking about mental health. Yes. Coming up on Friday. Very special guest. Stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. Is that all you're going to say? Well, I was like, should I give his name? Yeah, of course. Okay, it's Corey Dixon. He's an actor. You may have seen him on shows such as Degrassi. <laughs> so that's coming up Friday. I wonder if he's still friends with Drake. I don't know. We'll ask him. Okay. But he's got a really cool uh, story and something really horrible happened to him um, that we're going to talk about. So there's your tease. Dun, dun, dun. So with our large glasses of wine today. Oh, do you like my new t-shirt? Look at this. Ariel, that's cute. But when the lights go out, she turns into Ursula. Are you serious? Okay, hold on. Yeah, we got to turn on. So those, time. I'm sorry for those that are listening right now. You're not going to see this. This is for us, not you. Oh, uh, it's still too light. Oh, out. yeah. Okay, I'll try later when it's dark. Okay. <laughs> or another reason to follow me on Instagram. Oh, you're an adult. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. That's you, adorable, though. You got me an Ursula shirt, Oh, too. I can kind of see it when I look at it in person. I yeah. can kind of see the glow in the dark. She comes out over. over the top. That's amazing. I want a shirt like that. Find us on YouTube.com slash Jessie Jenna. Right. All right, to the news. Police bust up a swingers party and get mistaken for the strippers. <laughs> I've always wondered if that's happened. Oh, yeah. Like a bachelorette party that's gone wild. Yeah. And so the cops get called because it's in like a suburb or something. Yeah. And the cop goes and he's like a good looking or she's a good looking police officer. And they think she's the stripper. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was in a movie. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay. Well, I think so because the top of the story in the article, it says, this stuff only happens in movies. And yeah. I was like, well, which movie was it? Because I, I can't remember, but it's really ringing a bell. Yeah. Have you ever had a bachelorette party or something with a stripper like this? No. All the bachelorette parties I've been to, we've gone to like Vegas or... Oh. Yeah, we were supposed to go on one um, back in June. Oh. And that was going to be in Mexico. Oh, wow. She's got rich friends, people. Mm. I we, went. We live and die by the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a stripper at a bachelorette party, but I was at a hotel bachelorette party and they had those butlers in the buff. So they'd come and like serve you drinks and stuff naked, but they had like an apron on. Strippers. Um, I love, I used to go to strippers all the time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Uh, the more back, you know. Yeah. Back home. Uh, my friends, that's where we'd go after the club. We'd go and finish off at the strip club. And it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. With the girls dancing or the yeah, guys? Yeah, girls. Oh, yeah. Now, male strippers, I'm just, there's, I just find it so funny the way they dance. And the reason that I didn't mind the strip clubs is because this was a really nice, very expensive strip club. And. Told you, rich friends. <laughs> drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, yes. Yeah. A long time ago. Um, but they were such, they were all like dancers that didn't quite make it it's like ballerinas oh. and former dancers right <laughs> so when they were dancing on that pole i remember sitting there being like if they kept their clothes on this is art it was beautiful the male dancers you were thinking the about. women oh the women the males are just like thrust yeah. thrust gyrate hump the ground hump the ground unless we're talking like magic mike or like channing tatum wow that's yeah but even him he's just like Humping things all the time and swinging the willy. It's hard as a man. I find the same problem with posing for photos because you don't want to be too effeminate. And girls can move any way. But guys, we have to be all like blocky. 
Right. It's not, well, those are gender stereotypes, but yeah. Yeah. You know, like I don't know a lot of straight men that are good at the selfie. <laughs> that have mastered yeah. the selfie, to be or, honest. Or stripping. Yeah. yeah, or stripping, you know. To me, it's, I just find it funny. Like, I would try so hard not to laugh. It just doesn't turn me on. No. That much. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, it's funny what you said about the girls when, like, they're failed models and stuff. It's because I was talking to a guy, um, not a guy like that, just an acquaintance. He's straight. His name's Craig. But he's like, he doesn't like strip clubs because he finds it's too sad. Because mm. usually, like, there's a bit of sadness behind the girl's eyes. The strippers I knew weren't sad when they're banging That's at it. the end of the night. I bet not. But then you ask most guys, and they're like, the sadness is what's hot. <laughs> oh. I know men that have told me they don't like strip clubs because it gets them excited with, like, no payout at the end. Oh, well, you can pay so for they, the payout. Yeah. Well. I also know some women that don't mind their men going to strip clubs for that one reason because they come home super horny oh yeah or some women go together uh, my friend joe who got me this t-shirt she goes with her husband david they go to the two of them lap dances together i don't ask questions oh. you know one time i had a friend it was my birthday and he bought me a private lap dance from a female stripper yes hmm. that was weird i didn't go through like i didn't i went into the private room with her but instead i was like Oh, What's God. your name? Like, start having conversation. I can only imagine. Learned about her life. We ordered, like, drinks and shots off my friend's bill. And we just sat there and talked for the 20, 30 minutes or whatever it was. She probably loved it. Yeah, she was really... She told me, actually. And maybe we should do this when strip clubs do open is go and, like, have a conversation with the stripper. Like, pay, because you got to pay for their time. Yeah. But have a conversation with them just to get, like, their story and how they feel about everything. But she told me, she's like, I love when women come into the strip club because we get so sick of men. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's refreshing when you have women. And I've always noticed that when I've gone to a strip club, the women tend to pay attention to me and my friends, like girlfriends. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like your idea of a little field trip. Bring a recorder in the pocket. Yeah. Barefax clothes though. It did. We should buy it. Remember, what was the price tag on that? It was like six million, which doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, more than I have. Right, well, I mean, for us. Okay. So where was I in this story? Well, you, well, you basically know it, okay? 20 couples in Mar del Plata, Argentina got together. Ooh, this is where this wine's from, I think. That's why it's so crappy. Um, well, it's cheap wine. Argentina got together, or no, Argentina is a country. They were having a swingers party, 20 people. They didn't have permission because of COVID. Uh, so when the cops got there, the people at the party thought they were the strippers. One of the women in attendance even pulled one of the cops aside and whispered in his ear, look at your eyes. You're getting me hot. At least that's what she said. <laughs> she could have said something like that sounded like hot, but with a C. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> I just think what a compliment. Yeah. I know, like, there's older women or can be cougars, man. Like, oh, yeah. And the terminology cougars, it, it does have its reasons for that, like, to be called Because they're predators? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but not in the way of, like, you know, oh, Chris Hansen. <laughs> they're handsy. Yes. They have no trouble just grabbing a guy's package. Do you remember at our old station, there was one coworker that had a wife that yes. couldn't keep her hands off me every time she had a drink. <laughs> I shouldn't I, laugh because I was actually sexual harassed. But I loved it because, but I, but you flipped the genders and. You didn't love it. Towards you're right. I was just I, thinking. You got sick of it after a while. It the be, first few yeah. times it was funny, but then it was not. Well, it's funny when they're like grabbing your chest or arms, but by the end, you're right. She was grabbing my junk. It was like. And that kids is why consent is an ongoing totally, thing. Totally. Why you always have to ask consent. Yeah. Ongoing. So if I was one of these cops, I would have been really flattered though. Like you're here to bust up this party and they think you're a stripper. Like, you would have started you. stripping. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, hold my gun. <laughs> So this was on a farm. Owner of the farm is looking at a fine. You may be wondering how the cops even found out about this 
swingers party going down on a farm. Well, it turns out there was three people organizing it and they got into a fight organizing this party. So two of them kicked the third guy out. And he ratted. And he ratted. Uh Snitches get stitches. Seriously, that's not cool. But like, I just can't, these people are like in their 40s or something. And he's like, you're not coming to our orgy now. Like, I just can't. It's just such a weird thing to me. Well, during COVID, I'm sure that orgies aren't as common as they used to be. Yeah. So maybe he was really looking, maybe this was his first orgy since March. <laughs> and he was like, I'm really looking forward to this. And then they kicked him out. Now he's- I'm going to get you. Sat at home with his Vaseline again. Yeah. But now he's out for good. Like they're not going to let him back in the orgy club. Sexual frustration can make people do some crazy things. It's true. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I'm the one that should be nervous. <laughs> well, I'm nervous over what I'm going to do. Yeah, you should be nervous. <laughs> don't bend over. Thank God you don't have a key to my house. <laughs> okay. All right. Where, where I want to go to the next story. Uh, this one's gross. Uh, two grave robbers say they targeted veterans because Ooh. veterans have stronger, more powerful spirits. Ooh, isn't this creepy? Sorry, say that one more time. Looters? Two grave robbers. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but these are the dumbest grave robbers I've ever heard. I know. Because if you're going to be a grave robber, your main goal is what? To get a body. No, it's to get the shit that's buried with bodies. The rings that are buried on with bodies and all that kind of stuff, right? So you can get money. So why are you going to pick like someone based on their spirit. Like no one cares well, about their spirits, the bank account. I forgot about that point about looking for the rings because these guys wanted the bodies because it was for a religious reason. Ew. Yeah, so here's what happened. This was in they're Florida. They're not grave robbers, they're just cult members. Well, there's something. I'll tell you the name of the religion. It's uh, pa- Palo Mayombe, an Afro-Cuban religion that's known to use human and animal remains in ceremonies. And apparently it's legal. You can obtain human remains for religious purposes if you go through the proper channels like cadavers and that sort of shit. But they didn't have time for this. Good to know. Yeah. So he's, what, they're 43, 39. One of the guy's names is Lopez. That's my dog's <laughs> name. And uh, so the guy said they needed the skulls for this religious ceremony. And uh, apparently it's legal to do that. So they even referred to the cemetery as a, quote, shopping center. And when they were questioned by police and asked why they picked the graves they picked, they said, quote, the spirit is much stronger in a hero. It's nice that he can at least acknowledge that veterans. Oh, that's true. (laughs) But they've all been charged with disturbing the contents of a grave and abuse of a dead body. Wow. I just. I don't really know what to say about that. I just, I can't believe in 2021, people are going around digging up dead bodies. And this is in the States, Florida. What? Yes. I thought this was like way in another yeah, Argentina, like, like the last story. Or, no, yeah, this is Mount Dora, Florida. So. Oh God, Florida! Seriously? Ew! Ooh, I would hate to dig up a body in Florida. <laughs> Maybe you understand well, with the humidity and everything. Can they even bury in their ground? Because I know in like well. other southern states, like Louisiana, for example, everyone's buried above ground because of swamp. Ew, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Whoa. it's based on swampland, so you can't really dig into the ground. So that's part of the thing. Like if you ever go to New Orleans and you're looking up like one of the top tourist attractions, yeah, you're going to see graveyard tours. And it's because everything's built in a mausoleum. Okay. Yeah, it's actually cool and creepy at the same time. Yeah. I like cemeteries. They're very peaceful. I walk through them this summer. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I do enjoy them, you know. Yeah. Especially in Ottawa, we have Beechwood, which is huge. It's the it's our veterans cemetery, and it's really well kept. It's like yep. a nice park. The unnamed soldiers of the Korean War are there. There's yeah. also Wilfrid Laurier is there too. One of them. He one there. There's Notre Dame right near near. Right. Bar, but 
people in Ottawa are like, shut up. Or who are not in Ottawa. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so just please don't dig up dead bodies. No. Um, I don't have uh, this one written down, but you were talking to me about a toilet that you really want to get. Oh, it's not what I want to get. Don't make them lies. (laughs) No, it was just this, uh, it's a smart toilet. Yeah. So it's smart to the capacity that, you know, when you take your iPhone and you go to open it, you now your iPhone has face recognition. Oh boy. It knows what your face <laughs> looks like and can open your phone. This one recognize your butthole. Does it like open the seat for you or just? <laughs> I, I believe now you read it too. So I, know, have I, to, I didn't read it thoroughly enough, I did read unfortunately, it. but it takes up, it has cameras in it and stuff. Yeah. And it also studies your stool, urine and spit samples to make sure you're healthy, to see that you don't have this and that, maybe what you need in your diet. So that's really the purpose of it. But in order to do that, back to this, that I don't know if I can get over, is it uses (laughs) a camera and multiple cameras to take a photo of your... Yeah. Your little winky. Do you want to know what's interesting about why? Bubbles are the funniest things. I didn't know that they're as unique as fingerprints. Yes. No two are the same. No two. So make sure you take your butthole print. I think that would apply to like penises and vaginas too. Like I've never seen, like I'm sure you could have similar. Yeah, I agree with that. Like everyone's got, just like faces. Everybody's different. Everybody's ears are different. Yeah, a little bit different. I don't know. Back to the butthole though. So, that's too much. Like I'm literally clenching my butt. Wait, I'll tell you why. I don't know if you got all the way through the article, but it's the reason they have to have the butthole picture is more if you live with a family. Because if everybody wants to have their stool and stuff analyzed, they need to know who's pooing when. So, that's when the butthole picture comes into play. But if you live alone, you can turn that feature off. One thing I've learned about working with software companies and marketing companies lately is that there's like something that's worth more than money and that's data. <gasps> data collection, which is like Facebook sells our data, Instagram's, well, they're the same company, but you get what I'm saying. So my fear is maybe they don't sell your butthole data now, but five years, maybe Facebook's like, we don't know enough about you. We need to know your anus print. So, yeah. so if you have one of these toilets and you start seeing pop-up ads for butt plugs, just, you know, maybe rethink the toilet. And you know, I thought the new um, frid- refrigerators with like the computers oh, yeah. on the front that show you what's inside was going like a little too far with technology. But it's this, this one's way next level. And like, it's way next level. <laughs> she can't even speak. It's way different than the cool Japanese toilet that does everything for you, you know, but it doesn't cap. It's the Listen, image capture. Yeah. I just want a bidet, all right? God. But you know what's interesting, too? But just this, get a little, like, a, a squirt gun? Like a turkey baster. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> squirt, squirt. I have to use that before a hot date. <laughs> oh, gosh. Remind me to never eat turkey. Yeah, you think I'd cook turkey, please. Um, <laughs> Remind me to never to cook a turkey at your house. Yeah, good call. The uh, interesting thing, too, about this toilet, though, is like I've heard of stool samples and urine samples, right? We all have. But did you know that the amount of toilet paper you use can also indicate that you have a health problem? So the camera looks at the toilet bowl as well to see if there's a big mound of toilet paper after you take a shit, and it might be a red flag. Right, because there's those clingers. Those what? The clingers? <laughs> when you haven't eaten enough protein or drank enough water. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, you're going to have another poo that day if you keep wiping and it's not clear. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. So there we go. So I don't know. Is what that all we have to talk about? No, no, no. About. I got oh, two I was more. Like going I just. Going out on an anus print. 
no, but like, hey, some people are into that. Yeah. Let's go serious now. I mean, okay, wait a <laughs> right. second. When you say some people are into that. Listen. I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok. And there's this one TikTok where it's like, guys like when they're doing you from behind. And like, you can also answer this. Yeah. They like to stare at your butthole. Yes. Why? Is that true? Well, when it's me, there's stuff happening with the butthole. So, I mean, the butthole is directly but involved. But if you're a top. Well. well oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. It's plugged Still, up. It's, it's being used. <laughs> being used. Yeah. But I, I have heard that. that about straight people. The butthole, like, they're such They're dogs. funny to me. Yeah. I Maybe it's because it, like, winks at them if they're doing it right or. Right. But it's just sitting there, like. What is it that, you know, what is it, like, why aren't you looking, I guess the reason is, is maybe there's nowhere else to look. Well, they're probably looking at both. Both what? Well, what they're doing, if it's, they're doing you doggy, you right, can see Right, because they get the whole view. They get the whole view. Yeah, but they just like, you know, they just love looking at the butthole Some, from what I hear. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the odd man out when it comes to gays that, like, there's a lot of gays that just love buttholes. I'm not one of them. I'm not. Maybe it's just boys. Maybe boys really like buttholes. You guys were obsessed with butt jokes and shit like that when we were younger. <laughs> and farts. Right. <laughs> but th th not sexy time. You want nothing to do with farts or poo. No. But Okay, let's go to work. <clears throat> what are subtle red flags when you're interviewing for a job? <laughs> they forget your name. <laughs> yeah, that would be one. That or would be don't one. know a single thing about you. Well, it's important to remember this, that when you are interviewing... You want to make sure that job's a good fit for you too. Because so often we're hell-bent on getting a job because you need money or something, but some jobs aren't worth it. So that's what this list aims to uh, fix. So this happened on Reddit, uh, an interviewer. So this was the, the company that was hiring someone admitted there are red flags um, if you hear in a job interview. So here's some of the best ones. And I don't, I, this is why I wanted to do it. It's a very boring story for us, but I'm curious Can if you, tell you think. Can you my face? Yeah, but I, but like, okay, let me just get to okay, the points and then you'll discuss. I just have to, I love, I love interviews. I nail interviews all the time. Yeah. I just, my problem was, is I could never get one. <laughs> I know, they see radio on your resume. They're like, next. Next. Ugh. Okay, here's one. If you hear this in a job interview, it's a red flag. Well, overtime isn't mandatory, but most folks stick around after hours. That's a red flag as in you don't want to work there, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. I guess, but I don't know any job that you don't work extra hours. I've never worked a job where I haven't had to work extra hours. And I couldn't write them on overtime. Like, if you're a government employee listening to us right now, you'd be like, yeah, overtime. They write everything down. Yeah. But me, like, remember radio? Like, there was nights where... We worked in the morning, did the morning show, and had to have a brief nap and then go and do a club gig until three in the morning. Yeah. And then when we complained, they'd say, well, this is a lifestyle. And you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't know what, <laughs> staying up for 24 hours was is a healthy. fucking life. But you do it because you either love your job or you really need your job. Well, both was our yeah. case. So I, don't, I think that's kind of a weak one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't love our job, we wouldn't be doing this shit right now. And you're checking your emails. <laughs> you check your emails while you're at home, off the clock anyways. Yeah. That one was kind of weak. Here's the next one. There's only five. You'll get through it. What clients can you bring with you? That's if it's a sales job. But I see nothing wrong with that. If it's a similar industry. Yeah. Like, I, I'm again thinking of radio sales. Yeah. That's I mean, they're hiring you to, to sell. But that's done. That's, they're headhunting you. Yeah. That's, that one's yeah. weak too. Number three, there's a lot of people who'd love to work here, so you're lucky to get an interview. That's a red flag for me because that's what I was told in radio all the damn time. But show business is you different. You don't get paid a lot. You're just lucky to work in this industry. Ooh. Really? Is that really true? I think that's bullshit. 
Well, let's let's take radio out of it. Let's pretend that's at. Let's think of a great company, Shopify. Sure. You get all these bonuses and stuff, but they're lucky to have you. They're hiring you for your expertise. Yeah. Like to me, that's so. That's such a because the to me that just shows like a, a difference in power and like a power struggle. Like it's only always going to be management holding something above your head because you're just lucky to work here. Yeah. It's and, foreshadowing of negativity. I don't so work. we agree with that one because if they're saying that at the interview, right. Imagine. And that's when everything's supposed to be friendly. And right. Work overtime, <clears throat> but don't worry. Like you're lucky to work here. Yeah. Number four, we don't like to watch the clock and we don't want people who are just here for the paycheck. I don't find anything wrong with that either. But it's also not wrong if you are just there. For, none of us would have a job at all if we... I'd only be wrong with that question being asked if I was working like a, a minimum wage job. Like as if you should be more... Be like I am just here for the paycheck because I obviously need a job right now. Yeah. And I'm so not going to stay here forever. That's different than like yeah. a career type job. But a career, yeah. All right. Okay. And the last one that I was, creeped me out is we're a family here. That's supposed to be a red flag. And they didn't explain any of these either. Right. So. We're a family here. Maybe it's a bit culty. <laughs> that is like the word family instead of team is what would be like. Yeah. Inappropriate maybe. Yeah. I have a family. Thank you very much. I don't yeah. need to be adopted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I apologize for that boring story. Okay. We'll end on a very positive note. I don't know who we think we are this podcast but uh this is really cute catholic student told to condemn homosexuality so instead he wrote a 127 page essay on why gay marriage is fabulous amen stick it to the man and he didn't even get kicked out of school or anything how can they if they want to they'd have a pr horror story like you know what i mean like if they kicked a guy just for being gay out of his school like i think the pope would even speak on that yeah right I mean, maybe they could give him an F. I don't know what happened, but um, this is what he told Reddit. He was planning on writing an essay on how Jesus would be a supporter of same-sex marriage, but his teacher said that's not allowed. He must write something in, the, in support of the church's view. So he explained he recently came out and said there was no way he would write that paper. I agree with him. Could you imagine being a teenager and right. just struggle to come out and now they're telling you you're a piece of shit? Obviously, this teenager is like pretty mature. Yeah. And like tough. So we have an excerpt from his essay. You can read it because you have a nice Where does voice. It, start? it has become evident through laborious and rigorous study work. How old is this kid? Like 17, 18, last year is high school. Is that how kids write in school now? Well, he maybe he had help from thesaurus.com. I don't know. I don't know. I just okay, back. I'm just impressed already. <laughs> it's become evident through laborious and rigorous study work and reflection that Christ never condemned homosexuality. God never condemned homosexuality, nor does the Bible condemn homosexuality. There's no evidence that the Bible condemns loving relationships, but rather lust, violence, and greed. All prevalent in the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the very notion that in any way the Bible even remotely condemns loving gay individuals or their right to marry is ridiculous and unsupported. Therefore, to suggest that God or Jesus would ever object to a loving, devoted, loyal marriage between two same-sex individuals is laughable. On the contrary, Jesus Christ would never condemn love. Woo! Uh, I, I mean, this was all, that was very well written. It sounds nice. I would love to send you some press releases to write. Yeah. Um, but I can't believe he did 127 pages. I know. It's like a book. That is a book. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, he, I was like, he's kind of wrong because I thought the church did condemn homosexuality. But then when you go look in Leviticus, all it says is when a man lays with another man, he should be stoned. Well, okay. Pass, right. the, pass the ganja. 
you know, uh, who's objecting to that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then it's so contradictory and we're not going to get like a big talk about religion, but it's the, the only like God doesn't even judge. So for you to judge someone, you're putting yourself above God. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Right. And judging someone based on their sexual preference is judgment. And why do you care? Right. Unless you're sleeping with them. Like my mother says. I went to a Catholic <laughs> school for one year. And let me tell you, they kick you out for the strangest things, but keep you in for way worse. Kick you out for giving some... I, I will preempt yeah, yeah. this okay. by saying this was not me. This happened to another mm -hmm. girl and boy in our school, but uh, got kicked out for getting caught having a blow, getting a blow <gasps> job in Where? the parking lot. Oh, in the parking lot. They didn't get caught in the act. She wrote about it to her friend in her agenda book. Yes, this is how old we were. And uh, in their agenda book, or how old I am, sorry. Yeah. And you know how you'd like write it and then pass it to your friend and your friend would look like it was yeah. looking in her agenda book. And it, she accidentally dropped it in the hallway and her principal picked it up and read the whole like account of what happened. And so they both got kicked out. They should have lied and been like it was fan fiction. Right. I was just horny and making a story. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy that shat on the floor, middle floor of the boys' bathroom for 50 bucks. Oh, I would have done that. He didn't get kicked out. They caught him though? No. The, the thing about going to Catholic school is every time you did something wrong, if you're Catholic, your punishment would be going to confession for lunch for, every, for like a month or whatever. Mm. My problem is, and why I got asked to leave, not expelled, asked to leave, was that I was not Catholic. So they couldn't send me to confession. I, I, I can't confess to a priest. It doesn't mean anything. So you outsmarted the nuns. They didn't know what to do with you. No, they asked me to leave the school or else they would have expelled me. <laughs> yeah, I got asked to leave my college residence too after I got caught smoking weed in my room. At least that's what all you got caught for because yeah. Lord knows what else you could have got caught for. <laughs> Who smokes weed in their residence? It was winter. Let me guess. You put... Wait. Let me guess, you put downy sheets into a paper towel roll to blow it out the window so it wouldn't smell. I think probably, but I think the real reason is I had this shitty roommate named Eric, and I think he told on me because he didn't like me. Well, he probably didn't like you smoking weed in his room No, either. he did it too. Oh. He's the reason that I thought I'd get away with it. So I actually, looking back, think he set me up because he wanted to get one of his buddies Eric. in there. Eric. Eric. He was the nerdiest Eric. looking guy. I wonder what happened to him. It's probably super hot now and rich. <laughs> probably is. <laughs> the nerdy ones always are. Cheers! Cheers! Oh yeah, don't forget our mental health episode. On Friday in Faces Magazine. Thank you. <laughs> we always forget Faces, Faces Magazine. Magazine. Please vote for us. Take a sip. You cheers. You can well, I'm waiting because we always start talking again. Then we got to cheers again now. Oh my gosh. Cheers! Cheers! I don't have any in my glasses. Stop talking after the cheers. Cheers! <laughs>